Hello! Today I'm gonna tell you guys another crime story. But this crime story is what happened to me when I was a teenager. And I'm gonna call this episode uh, Gangsters. Since you all know, but if you are new here, um, I'm from Brazil. So I grew up in Rio de Janeiro. And I don't know if you guys know, but Rio de Janeiro and Sao Paulo is pretty dangerous, I can say. As long as I remember. And um, this, I think I was in my 14, 13, 14 years old, something like that. And, um, you know, the government was uh, always building some, you know, new homes and some uh, land that, that they, you know, they have um, trying to sell those houses affordable for people that don't have that much money. And basically, sometimes people that have money, they still buying those houses and try to or sell them or you know make a business with them and um since my parents have a good condition and my mother used to love to invest her money in buying houses and she find out about this community that the government was selling houses and, and she did buy a house there I, she buy two two houses so once she decided to make um a business like a bar and the another one, a house that we could go and every weekend and stay there. And she hired some people to take care of the bar and, you know, everything was fine. It was so much fun because I'm making new friends. And since the community was very, very poor and my mother always liked to be involved with a very poor community, trying to um, give to them some possibility of, uh, you know, um, business or you know helping them out basically and my mother used to when I was 12 years old she used to take me like to those poor communities and try to make me you know volunteer um, like what I, I I know what to do was uh, dancing and you know and modeling I was doing modeling that time acting so many things and since I graduate, my mother was putting me in, in, in classes and courses and soon I graduate, she always tried to make sure I give it back to the community. So means going to those poor communities and teach those kids for free. And I didn't know mine since I grew up with such a good mom, with a good heart and I end up being the same and want to do the same and I feel so proud my mother was like that so I get involved a lot and since she buy the house in this community and was very poor community and I end up uh, teaching some kids ballet ballet or any other dance jazz tap everything I could and for free and was um, one time a week because we used to come just Friday night and stay Saturday and leave on Sunday night because you know I have school and my mother have work to do so I only could work on Saturdays you know and teach on Saturdays so it was super fun but years pass by and you just hope that that community will be you know take care of you know by the government and have some police checking and 
you know, uh, secure them, but don't last too long because enough thing in one year, um, people start building more and more houses and everything gets so tight. Like, you know, there is no space. Like, between houses, you could not go through. And if you do, was space enough for one person and barely. And when that happens, so means more people populating and and things get, you know, bad because that means criminals start taking control. So police stopped even have their station over there. They kick out even the police. They used to have a small little bus where the police was, you know, uh, take care of the place, driving around. And when the criminals took control, like they kick them out. The police don't even wanna have to do, no want to do nothing with that, you know, they, they just took off and things get worse and worse and worse and worse. And then start the shooting, you know, uh, gangsters with gangsters because they have that thing that um, different community, different uh, neighborhood want to take control the one beside because if they do, they can get, I don't know, more drugs, more guns or something. I mean, power, respect, whatever they want to do. Um, and that I get, I never get into that. And, you know, and I was already in my uh, 15. And then some weeks we go, some weeks and we don't go. And since my mother um, need to take care of the business and stuff, so she sold the, the bar because all the time you, you're afraid you know, somebody was gonna get shot there. And so my mother sold that bar, don't want nothing to do. And she kept the house. And since her sister came from another city to live, so my mother said, you can live in my house, you know, uh, it's two floors, so you can stay, you know, in one of the floors with your family. And that's why my, my aunt stay. And, you know, at the same time, she could take care of the house, stay for free and, and look after. And uh, I would not go so often, but, um, you know, I make friends over there. So, like I say, since I was teaching, so I make lots of friends uh, as my age. And, um, you know, and little kids, uh, women, young girls have child, have kids. And it was sad to see because it's like my age is already a mom and basically no future, you know, was was really hard to to watch and every chance I got I tried to motivate them to say you know you should finish school look forward you know more than this you know you can have it and um, so anyway so I become super friend with one of the girls over there and guess what um, her brother took control of that community so he was the boss and you know, he was the gangster, the, the boss of that place, and I, I cannot say that he was bad or, you know, he was good. I mean, his family was nice. My friend was super nice. And actually, my friend, she had some, uh, uh, she, she was blind of one eye. And um, so, I mean, he was taking care of finding that place. And when you walk like inside of the, the, the 
community, like, you know, this, this neighborhood, you could see guys with guns, like, you know, and they no shame to to let you see it look like they are proud of it you know and and i was terrified because you know um sometimes i go for walk with, with my friend and since her brother was the boss i did feel um you know we we safe i guess you know and one of those walks we are walking and I remember we are passed some street and some guy was a pig, you know, guy. He started saying, come here, beautiful girl, you know, what's your name, you know? And I don't say anything. I don't answer back to him. I try to don't even look at him. And my friend said, just keep walking, ignore it. And everybody could see it that I was a city girl. I was a girl that have um, money, you know, the way I used to dress and the way I used to, you know, look to give myself. And I guess that's what, you know, he noticed when I was walking because he started saying, hey, city girl, you're so beautiful, you know, come here, come here. Do you want to be my girlfriend? And, you know, saying stuff like that. And I was 15. I I was not even thinking of dating yet. I never dated before, to be honest. You know, of this when this incident happened, and so I came. You know, I I I get scared. I you know was really scared of this guy, and he has like two guns in his waist. That's what I, I could notice, and he has a mean face. And, uh, you know, and then my friend said, you know what, don't worry about it. I'm going to tell my brother that he keep bothering you. And I said, I don't want no problem, you know. I don't want that nobody, you know, get in trouble. And so I came home. I don't say nothing to my mom. And, you know, this was already Saturday in the daytime. And then when it was nighttime, um, the same guy, he found out where I was living, you know, staying. And I remember in front of my mom was this big land, big road. Car used to drive over there too, you know. And he was driving around, like in, in Portuguese we say pega, means doing those, you know, acrobatic with his car, going fast, back, forward, going around and around and, you know, and starting showing off. And since it was not, you know, a good road to drive with lots of dust on it and I guess he was showing off and then he get out the car you know and he said hey where city girl come here you know and I was so scared my mother came outside and say what's this about what you want you know my mother went have something to do with me she doesn't care she go and fight for it and he's like, oh, so you my um, mother-in-law? And my mother, what you talking about? And he's like, no, I, I like your daughter, you know, she's so pretty. And, and my mother, my daughter is only 15 years old. You know that, right? And he's like, so, it's good. I, you know, I'm looking for a young girl to marry. I promise I'll marry her. I would give everything to her. And my mother said, no, thank you, you know. 
and uh, we know even from here we just spent a weekend and uh, can you please stop to harassing my daughter you know and then uh, he's like oh don't have to be upset you know and they say and he's like I think you're old enough to know that you cannot mess with young kids you know and then he's like, oh, Chia, you know, aunt, okay, you know, I don't want no problem. And back out and he get in his car and go. And then um, the next day, you know, I was leaving and my friend came and I told my friend what happened, you know. Oh, the same guy, you know, he came, this and this. And my mother said that I'm not even coming here anymore because she's afraid, you know. And she's like, you know what? I think it's a good idea, don't come for a while till my brother resolve the situation, you know. This guy is already giving trouble to my brother and my, bro my brother has something to resolve and for your safety maybe it's a good idea to you stay away. So then I went home, you know, and uh, I was scared actually deep inside, like he find out where, where I live. And, and come after me, you know, because he was angry after my mother. My mother confronted him with, you know, with all she got and uh, told him off to back off from me that there's no chance that as long as she's still alive, he ever gonna have anything with me, you know. And then I, I didn't go over there and my mother skipped that one week and then she went in the next week. And my my friend, you know, that actually she was not baptized. She even asked my mother to be her godmother, and my mother did accept that. She was such a nice girl. Her mom was really nice. So basically, we become like cousins, you know. I don't know how you call when your mom is a godmother of uh, someone. Maybe I call cousins. So. So she came, since my mother don't want me to go back there, so she came every weekend to stay with me, you know, because we are really good friends. And then she told me what happened. So she said, guess what? Now if you want to, you can go back and visit, you know, us and give your classes if you like. And I'm like, really, why? But my mom said, you know, she was afraid and she's like, that guy died and I'm like what and she's like yeah my brother killed him because he went to confront him and um, my brother told him to leave you alone to don't mess with, with you you know and uh, and then they start arguing for other things so my brother was keeping eyes and my mother my brother find out that he was make a plan to kill my brother because he want to take control of the the you know the the favela and then my brother see that was for the better for everybody for him and everybody else taking him out of the you know this earth so my father my, my brother did my brother go and they eliminate him you know so this guy is done he's over oh my gosh I was like that's how we resolve problem in the criminal world like they just take people's life like that but deep inside i was relieved because i was scared to even come after me where i live and um but still i was like 
Oh my gosh, my best friend's brother is a criminal. He killed people. And if we fight, are you gonna come and kill me too? Like, sometimes I used to be scared, but I don't know. Me and have such a good connection. She was so nice, and you know, I, I miss her. We still have a contact in the Facebook, and、uh, we spend lots of times together and lots of talking. And you know, she's part of my life, my childhood that、uh, I had. To admire her, to all the difficulty that she has in her life, being blind, and you know, she made it. She's now she's a teacher, you know, she teach in the university, and、uh, you know, she she have a good life, and I'm so happy for her. Too bad we live so far apart since I'm in Canada and she's in Brazil. But we try to here and there, you know, those friends that you don't talk every day, you know, too much, but you know that is a really good friend that you can count on, no matter what, you know, and no matter how many years you pass by without talking, you still have that feelings and you know that honesty or friendship. So yeah, guys, this is my story.、Um, thank God that.、Um, Nothing happened to me, you know. But there's lots of cases that young girls in my age, when I was 15, become a wife of criminals, and they end up、uh, widow because you know those guys gonna die no matter what. You know, if they don't quit on time, they will end up dead. And those girls end up with so many kids and have to support those kids or starve or, you know. Their mentalities, not even to put kids in school or do something that make them go back to the same life their husband used to have, the criminal life. And it's so sad to see that those kids sometimes end up as criminals, you know. And、um, it's sad, but that's their reality, you know. And in my case,、uh, I grew up.、Um, I lost my father was five, but my mother have so much strength and, and power that she works so hard to make a living for me and her. And、um, you know, after she remarry again, and she gave me everything that I need. You know, best schools, best everything. You know, I have the best mom, and she don't even knew it how to write and read proper. She only did grade four. But have that power of strength of being somebody and want your kid to be somebody. And I really hope and wish, even if you are parents, I don't have that much money. Do whatever you can to make and give a chance for your kids to be somebody and do something. And don't be in this life just because you don't have nothing. You cannot think that oh, my kid not gonna have nothing either. Don't think that way. Think forward. Think. Things good can happen, you know. You just need to believe and have the strength to go and move forward and try, try. But being the this life of being a criminal, making money, easy way out is not a solution. Maybe it's a temporary because you need in that moment, but it's not a solution for a long life and decent life. And if your kids see you doing stuff like that. What you can teach them, what you can show them, you know. 
But thanks for listening. This is my story. I hope you guys enjoy. And uh, please stay more, listen my broadcast, and uh, sign up for my YouTube channel. That's Kelly Cassian. And uh, if you like this video in the YouTube, you please put your thumbs up and continue to listen my story. I have crime stories. I have ghost stories. I have stories about my life. Uh, I have videos of my kids and my family and if you guys join um, my life so subscribe so you can be post in every video that I post okay thank you so much so see you guys next time bye